0: Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis podcast featuring your two favorite sisters,
1: Alex and
0: Kyla. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone had a great week. We're so happy that our last video got such positive feedback and I was going through our DMs and the comments.
1: Everyone seems to be really happy that we're back. I know. I'm so excited. It's like A fresh new start. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for all the feedback. Like it was, it was really nice to feel, I don't know. It's weird. Like the whole summer, I feel like it was so quick, but also long at the same time. Like we did so much. Yeah. Like
0: the last time we filmed was end of June Mm -hmm. and it was, so it's been like two months now almost of us taking a little break, but that two months felt like four
1: months yeah for me but then also like it felt like i just blinked
0: yeah like it flew by like i remember feeling like i needed to take in every moment when i was in europe because i knew those two weeks would fly by yeah but also at the same time i was like oh i have two weeks like it's a long time mm-hmm. and then not only did it fly by but like i've been home now for like two months almost
1: yeah because we we recorded right before you left
0: yeah so it's actually like we took longer, we took more than two months off because we didn't record any of July, any of August, mm-hmm. and now we're like mid-September. Yeah,
1: we started recording again at the beginning of September, which... It's been almost three months. Wow. Holy crap. But it's been nice, honestly. Like, it was really nice to just focus on the summer stuff that we had going on. Like, summer is so busy for me. Yeah. Um, with life, not as much work. Yeah. Yeah. But life itself gets really busy because we have a million and one activities and just stuff planned and we see way more people and it's nice, honestly. Yeah, it's no, really it's, nice. it's all
0: good. It's just that like when when you're busy, time flies. Yeah. And, and weekends especially are the busiest. when you're having fun. Yeah.
1: Weekends are the busiest. And that's normally when we record. Like right now it's Sunday we're recording. Yeah. And I just wouldn't have been able to do this in, in the summer. Yeah. But I think... Um, I don't know I think even if let's say I wasn't super busy in the summer I think I would like a break because I even take breaks now from my actual job yeah which is so good yeah because I never took breaks in the past
0: yeah you were just constantly <laughs> everything was like I don't want to say everything was work that's not true but like you just really never took any day off like no ever. you were uploading you were constantly thinking about like stories and like sharing your life which Mm -hmm. is like it's all great it's fun you loved it but at a certain point you also want to be able to a take a break and like be off your phone and just be present in the moment Mm -hmm. so I think it's good that you're taking a break on weekends and just not even like you you still like do weekend recaps though like on Mondays I see that you post that to your stories
1: but I don't like I didn't really take anything this weekend I, I wasn't really on my phone at all which is nice, yeah. And I don't feel the pressure of having to post every single day because I just don't. You feel You know what that I've anymore. actually noticed?
0: I was thinking this the other day. I wanted to share it with you. I was gonna wait for the podcast. Okay. I just rem- I just remembered. But your content is like it's first of all your TikTok content and then also your Instagram content is so good. lately like it just seems it seems so much more like you you seem so much happier like I find in your videos and in your pictures it looks like it comes off as like you're glowing now you're genuinely enjoying what you're doing and it's like you posted a picture the other day on I think it was your story and it was like um like a layout of four photos from each year you've gone apple picking yeah And you're like my hairstyles were all so different and I was laughing but also I remember all those like years like all Mm -hmm. those like apple picking years whatever. I don't even know what I'm trying to say but I remember you kind of like going through a rut for like a while because you weren't sure like what type of content you wanted to post Mm -hmm. Um, and like I just I was looking at those pictures and I was like you can kind of at least for me it's like I could kind of tell that like the way you were dressing your hairstyles and everything like you just it wasn't I was you, lost. but then like the picture that you posted from apple picking this year I was like you look so much happier mm-hmm. and your style is just like it's you
1: it's like it reflects I know well I just I really feel like I lost myself in motherhood which happens to a lot of people like with or without social media, it just yeah. does because you're putting so much effort into this other human being. And there's a reason why there's a stereotype of moms or even stay at home moms with like the messy bun and like the sweats. And you know, yeah. uh, it it's very normal for that to happen. And it took me three years to figure out myself. I think going through infertility, not that it was a blessing because I don't wish that upon anyone, but it's more like, It forced me to figure out, okay, who am I? What am I? What do I like? I'm not just a mom. What do I feel comfortable with sharing? Because I became a mother during the beginning of COVID. Yeah. When everyone was in lockdown, everyone in the world was at home. It was a scary time. I was in the thick of motherhood, like newborn. The first year was really tough. So I was sharing that experience and that's kind of like what I became. Yeah, And then as my son got older and I wanted to like show him less and less, I kind of stopped showing his face for a while. But then I was kind of like, I hate that there's always this, there has to be like a specific way I'm doing something. I'm like, I'm just going to do what I like. Yeah. And if one day I feel like I don't want to share him, I won't. And if one day I feel like I want to share him, I will. Like I just, there doesn't have to be an exact science or reason to it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I go through phases and sometimes I change my mind and that's okay. And I feel like I'm in a place now where, I genuinely am figuring out what I like as me, as a person. Yeah. And going through infertility kind of forced me into that because I'm not like just a mom. You know, I, I gained a social media following for years prior to even being pregnant. And I think I was being lumped into this category of like a mom relying on her child in order to like succeed in life. Yeah. And I hated that because I was like, that's literally not me. I had a career that I made for myself before I even got pregnant yeah and like your your job prior to pregnancy was showcasing
0: your life it was more like fashion and travel related Mm -hmm. but it was really showcasing your life and like for people to be able to relate to you if if they liked your content and what you were sharing then they would follow you and it's it was relatable and it would you liked sharing your life like it was always just a passion of yours and you're very creative and so when you had arkham Mm -hmm. you it was just naturally it's like well that's this is what i was doing before so i'm going to continue doing it but because it's like a kid in the picture then you started noticing there was like different feedback and all this stuff so it was like getting in your head and you started overthinking
1: and then it was confusing and like but it's also um it was educational as well too right because yeah yeah It is true like I it's it is when you really think about it it is creepy like I don't want to have him grow up resenting this or like being upset of whatever I know I've had conversations like this with Dan like so often and Dan's really in the mindset like everyone's gonna be on social media so like who the fuck cares I think I found a good balance I think for sure I shared a lot when he was a baby like really overshared but like at the same time we there was nothing else we could have done I could not even leave the house like we were not allowed to leave the house or see people it was insane not that it's an excuse but it's like I did not know what else to do and I think if we were to ever have a second I would do things differently yeah I wouldn't share as much I wouldn't like hide the baby but I would just would share way less and there's a lot I deleted from the past um just of Arky in general yeah uh and privated a lot of things And I think I'm kind of in a good balance now that like as he gets older, I'm not I'm really going to share less and less. Yeah. But for now, I'm in a good place of like, okay. sometimes I'll share him and only when he wants. There's many times where he like doesn't want to be on camera and like we don't ever put it in his face. Oh,
0: I've seen him say like, let's say like you're like, oh, Arky, like even because you take a lot of like pictures and videos of him and we shared in our family group chat. Like it's not even with the intention of posting it. No, I don't. And like there's times where so many times where either me, mom, dad, you, not really Dan as much, but, um, you know, we go to take a picture with him and he says no. And then we like we
1: stop right away. Yeah. So it's it's just like giving him the respect of like he's a person. He's not just like, <laughs> excuse me, a prop. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I think for myself, because I lost, I lost myself in motherhood, I was trying to re figure out what I liked and I couldn't do it last year because I was so focused on like wanting to be pregnant because I wanted an age gap within my kids. And then like grieving that and letting that go has really helped a lot with my self-confidence. And then another big thing was also getting my health back on track because It was something I had control over. Yeah. I had no control over this infertility thing. And you know with anxiety. Yeah. And you deal with this too. So you get it. Yeah. Not having control over something is really hard. And then having this control over my lifestyle of like I can eat healthy from Monday to Thursday. And then I can work out almost every single day. And like feel really good about myself. And feel amazing. And get back into fashion. Get back into travel. Like now... I feel like, although I know COVID is, hasn't gone anywhere, people still get it, but like the world is open. Yeah. You can travel, you can do things. Like it feels like it's back to normal. Yeah. So I'm rediscovering the things that I used to love prior to having a kid and doing those again, but now also getting to experience them through his eyes. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And there's so much that I get excited for because, you know, me with fall and everything. I'm like, I freaking love it. Pumpkin picking, apple picking, yeah. all that stuff. I liked it even before having a kid. But now getting to see him. That's what I was <sighs> always like
0: when you um, when I see you watching like Disney movies with R- mm-hmm. key or you guys would take trips together, go to Disneyland or go to pumpkin pack pack pumpkin picking (laughs) pumpkin the pumpkin patch yeah you'd go pumpkin picking you'd go apple picking all these things i was like alex is for sure on cloud nine right now because you always still had i i think this was always like related to your anxiety maybe like correct me if i'm wrong but you would always even before arkham if ever you were feeling anxious or whatever like you would always want to put on a movie from the early 90s or Mm -hmm you know put on a Disney movie and it was and I knew deep down it was because it it reminded it gave you back that feeling of when you were a kid so maybe it helped you feel better so now that you get to do that with your kid Mm -hmm. it's like you're just on cloud nine
1: I posted on Instagram well I also posted on TikTok it was a video that I had filmed with Arky and I painting because we do paint together we really like it and Dan had filmed us painting and I had written on the screen like doing things with my child to heal my inner child. Oh, because I love that's that. how I felt is like all anytime I was going through like anxiety or a rut or like kind of a hard time in my life, it was I would try to heal the inner child. Yeah. In me. So that's why watching like Disney films or things that reminded me of time good times as a child. Yeah. Things that I thought were hard as a kid that I could kind of not like redo through Arkham's like eyes because it's I had a good childhood yeah but there are things that were tough from when I was a kid and it's like I get to be a kid with my kid yeah and like heal those things exactly oh that's so fun and I just love it so much so and also because Dan is the same he loves all those things we always talked about it he's like one of my favorite things ever is you know when you go into like a It's the middle of winter and you go into a cozy, warm restaurant and you like take off your jacket that's full of snow and you just like go sit by the fireplace at this restaurant. It's like you get a nice like, well, for him, he gets like a beer and like a good, nice warm meal. And the way he describes it, I'm like, that's exactly like such a comfort feeling. I know that feeling so well and I love that. Yeah. And he's like that with fall too. He loves the fall. He loves these activities. So the three of us together, it's just such a good Dynamic of us doing these things. That we absolutely love. And I also get to incorporate. The things that I. Am like rediscovering about myself. Like yeah. fashion. And uh, beauty. And all these things that I You, I you love. found yourself
0: again. And yeah. you have like you, you never lost that side of you. So it's like you're making time. And like being so much more present with your son. Mm-hmm. But you also still have that, like, passion outside of motherhood, mm-hmm. which is nice. I feel like that doesn't happen with everyone. Once they have a kid, it's like they just, unfortunately, they they lose themselves
1: entirely and their whole identity is being a parent. But, like, there is a way to gain that back. Like, because yeah. that's what happened to me. Yeah. Is literally, I was just like, well, what am I? I'm just a mom. Like, I but, can't like, you, be anything else. you found else. yourself
0: again, whereas, like, some people, they're not able to get to that point like maybe they're just not even like self-aware because i feel like you're also very self-aware um or maybe they just like it yeah or they just like it and they just that's what they want from now on which is totally fine but if you're someone that like is a parent that you're kind of struggling
1: with that and it's so hard because and i spoke about this in the last episode how like i'll get a lot of comments about my weight loss. And it's like, well, what did you do? How did you do it? And I said this in the last um, podcast episode as well. But for me, it was a lifestyle change. It wasn't anything to do with losing weight. The weight loss was just a result of literally eating healthier. Like I don't eat as much junk food and I don't eat as much sugar and I work out a lot more. That's literally, it's just, and this is what I hate because it's such a, individual thing like every person is so different every body is different everyone's genetics are different everyone everyone's hormones are different yeah so what works for me might not work for someone else and that's why I think it's so dangerous to like share too much about it yeah because when people ask me like well what do you what did you do I'm like but what I did might actually not be good for you yeah like I, I think the most I think the one
0: thing that is good for you to share is that you were really doing it for to have like healthy organs like inside and also a healthy mind yeah like you never went into it thinking like this is like you never had a goal of losing weight that was never it was you got your blood test results back Mm -hmm. it was an eye-opening experience for you and you were like okay it's time for me to do something about this because I'm not healthy yeah
1: and I don't know I feel like I go back and forth of, like, even wanting to share this. I feel safe here on the podcast, but, like, on Instagram, I'm, like, I go back and forth because I don't want people to, like, take what I say as, like, fact and, like, this is what's going to work for them. That's why I'm very general about it. I'm, like, I just don't eat as much junk food on the weekdays and I work out. And I drink a lot of water and I don't really drink alcohol, but like that's never really been a hard thing for me because I never was super into alcohol. Like I went five years without drinking any alcohol with Dan when we first started dating Yeah, for anxiety purposes. Like it's just not a hard thing for me to cut. Sugar is what's hard for me. That's my weakness. Okay. But like it's just, I got my hormone levels checked. I got all this blood, these bloods done to see what would work for me. And I work with a doctor and like, you know what I mean? Like it's for my body. Yeah. So maybe for someone else, it would actually be dangerous for them. Or maybe someone could do the exact same thing as me, but not have the same results because they have different hormone levels or they have different thyroid level. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's just such a weird thing. I just, I think if you don't have any hormone hormone issues, you don't have any thyroid issues. If you are very active person and are eating healthy like you're gonna lose weight yeah it just that's just the science of it yeah you know it's like i don't count calories i don't i don't do any of that but i was eating a lot of junk food i was not taking care of myself and i was somewhat active like not really yeah i would go through phases
0: yeah so it's like now
1: you just made a lifestyle change that's yeah that's
0: good for you and also
1: our genetics like i was a skinny kid our parents are thin. Like it's just, it's the way our bodies are. So, you know, it just, I don't want people to compare because that's the hardest thing, Yeah, right? that's, that is the hardest thing because everyone is always trying
0: to figure out like, what's like, what is your secret? How did you lose weight so quickly? But it's like, there's no secret remedy. Like it's just, you just need to know your body. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think the most important thing like above all else is if you are on a journey of like wanting to Lose weight. Lose weight or like... Which, by
1: the way, can I just interrupt for a second? Is okay to want that. I know there's a stigma around it, but like it's okay to want to lose weight.
0: Yeah. Like I literally just hesitated saying that because I was like, oh shit, like are people going to... No,
1: like people are allowed to want to lose weight. Obviously, there's a healthy way to do it. Yeah. But there's a huge stigma around it. And like I remember one of my friends was talking about wanting to lose weight and people were like, you shouldn't say that. And she's like, why? I'm literally overweight and I want to lose weight. That's not about... I should not be shamed for wanting to do that.
0: Yeah. I feel like... Like, it's such a good thing, this whole body positivity movement and stuff. But, like, like anything else, when people are trying to make a change, like, I just... There's always going to be people who are just extremists. Yeah. And think that, like, you know, you should never, like, want to lose... I don't know. People just... Some people take it to, like, a whole other level. I think that there's always, like, it's good that, like, there is this whole body positivity movement. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that like if someone is trying to lose weight to look a certain way that it's a negative, a negative thing. Like you're you're still allowed to feel that way and to do that and there shouldn't be shame surrounding it. I think that it's just more a matter of like make sure like really do
1: the self-reflection and make sure that like
0: Like, why you're you're good
1: mentally. And why is it that you want to lose weight? Is it for health reasons or is it to like aesthetically look a certain way for other people because that is obviously in my opinion not the best way to go about it but like to each their own yeah also think being raised as a kid in the 90s and then a teenager in the early 2000s with the whole oh gosh when the amount of movies of like people talking so negatively about people that were gaining weight or even in Mean Girls when she's like I want to lose three pounds and it's like she's thin you know, it's, like, just things like that that you constantly hear and it really, like, messed with us. Yeah, without even realizing how I know. much it messed with us. Because I
0: never realized how much, like, all of, like, the external world really, like, yeah, yeah. messed with, like, my my subconscious mind. Yeah. Like, I was so, like, I just, I don't know. I, I never, I was it's never aware of that so before. so
1: prevalent, Okay, When I think back to being literally like 14 15 years old and just hearing it in the media jessica simpson's totally lost herself gained a a ton of weight and i'm like "Uh, and the pictures they uh, show i'm like she looks normal like are you kidding me it's probably because she went from being so underweight god it's like it's actually so insane to especially with women think now i hope people
0: (laughs) see this is the issue is that like I like I made that underweight comment. I'm like, wait, maybe I shouldn't say that. that no, but this like, is the issue. But I think now it's I because I she. Oh,
1: I think she opened up about the fact that she was like unhealthy. Okay. Like prior. I didn't know that. I, I, I'm. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that like there was. I know Taylor Swift opened up. Yeah, and like, she looks fucking great now. Here's the thing: is my the best compliment people can ever give me is, oh my god, you look so happy and after we recorded the podcast last week because we recorded on a Sunday right after I went to my best friend's housewarming party and like the next day or something she was like Alex so many people at the party told me afterwards like how happy you look
0: that's that's that I was like that is like the
1: best compliment yeah and I was like and I wasn't even in the best mood which is funny that was like because I could obviously still be moody but even in my like moody moment People were like, she seems so happy. I was like, oh my God, how like unhappy was I last year to make my it's moody not that moments you now came look off, happy. It's not
0: that you came off so unhappy, but I, I think that there's well, just I was when very unhappy. But it's you didn't come off as like super unhappy. But I think that when you're in a really good place mentally, it's like there's
1: just like a glow to yeah. you. I feel, you know what I feel like? When I got pregnant and I was like in love with my body growing, and I was like oh my God, this is like the most amazing thing. I'm literally so obsessed with myself. And people are like, you're glowing. And it's because I felt so in love with myself. I feel that again, not because of like, I'm so in love with my body. It's like, I'm so in love with the person I'm becoming now. As a mother, as a friend, as a sister, like I'm really figuring out who I am and what I like and setting boundaries and sticking to them and like just being healthy all around. Yeah. I just feel that same feeling I did when I was pregnant with arkham of like this self like i was meant to do this i'm meant to be this in this phase of my life this is exactly where i'm meant to be i don't know it just like and listen don't get me wrong doesn't mean i don't have bad days and i don't have i'm not moody like i just had my period and like right before dan was like uh is your period coming up soon what's (laughs) going on i was like what what are you saying right now? Yeah. And he's like, you seem a little, uh, <laughs> a little moody. And I was like, well, and then I realized I was like, okay, I'm about to give it period. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just, it's not like, not everything is black and white. And everything is like perfect and amazing. But I just think overall, I like, wow, this is a huge tangent over what this episode was supposed to be about. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for saying that I look happy and that I'm glowy because it's <laughs> the best compliment I can get. And I just don't care when people make comments of my body anymore. I literally just don't give a shit. Yeah. Whether they're complimenting me that I look a certain way or whether they're telling me something negative, I just don't care. Yeah. It's like, it's just... Like, what is it? That, who, that doesn't also, make any difference anyone, of who I am Anyone in
0: your life that, like, you know, it's not even coming from those people. It's coming from, like, trolls on the internet. Well, no. It
1: does come from people in real life, too. But... Really? Yes. But not in a negative way. But it's I could tell it's because of like society just make sure we're recording yeah we are okay like there was a person that was like oh my god Alex you literally look so amazing you've lost so much weight like you look incredible x y and z and then I could tell as soon as this person said that they like panicked and they're like oh my god I cannot believe I said that like I'm so sorry and I was like it's Honestly, it's literally so fine. Like you're okay. Don't. Like, it's fine to say you look amazing. Like you lost so much weight. Like we'll see. I don't like that, but I'm not gonna like shame someone for that. Like I, I just in general think that people should just like stop complimenting people on like the way they look, just because like if you gain weight, you don't get that. It's like such a stigma of like losing weight. People compliment um, you, but. That's just like my personal thought, but I'm not going to like shame someone for that because guess what? The reason why they're saying that is because of society and because of the way they were raised, because yeah. of what they heard all the time. And also, their intentions are good. Exactly. They don't, they're not trying, they're like actually trying to make you feel good. So, I'm never going to like shame someone for saying that. And there's another thing there was like a post I, I posted on Instagram and someone commented something similar like, oh my God, you lost so, so much weight. You look amazing. And people kind of started attacking her. And I was like, I don't. I don't support bullying like I just don't like that yeah. I get people were like coming to my defense but at the same time like the person didn't mean anything I think we can educate without being harsh you yeah. know yeah and it's one of the things I spoke about this with one of our cousins that like she really hates when people just make comments about physical appearance and weight and all that Um, but at the same time she's not going to take it to heart because she also knows that people have their own issues and the reason why they're saying it is because of something else and it's still we're in a learning process and whatever like we just it doesn't matter yeah it's fine I remember I used to post a lot of those before and after pictures of like before pregnancy when I was like not healthy and then during pregnancy or after pregnancy people would be like beautiful before and after yeah and I was like you are so right yeah it should not matter
0: no it really shouldn't matter it was just like a learning process for
1: me there's a
0: lot of superficial things from the past that we have to unlearn yeah it.
1: and i mean it's fine when you're open about stuff on social media obviously you're opening up yourself to criticism because people can agree or disagree and then it's up to us to take that with a grain of salt yeah which is hard to do when you're in a bad place really hard to do <laughs> yeah like last year forget it
0: oh i was my God, like yeah. so
1: sensitive about everything yeah
0: but you were also going through a really tough time Which is like exactly what you said when you're going through a tough time. It's really hard to like take things with a grain of salt because anything someone says, you're going to like your mind because you're not in a healthy mindset. Mm -hmm. You're just going to like blow it up, blow it out of proportion in your mind Mm -hmm. and like let that comment bother you. Yeah. Now you're in a better place. So it's like you'll see comments and it's like you're just so much more open-minded and you're able to like just
1: have a, a deeper understanding i also feel bad when people say something with the intent of let's say being funny or nice and then they like realize that it, it could be taken as an insult and they like panic like i feel bad yeah like if we're at we were somewhere um and someone that we know like they have two kids and they were just making a joke like because one of them is was being a bit of a menace and they were like oh you could take him if you want and then i was like oh no it's okay we're okay with one and then he the person like kind of panic like oh my god I'm s- I did not mean that as like a like I'm so sorry I know the struggles I was like no oh my god don't make it into a big deal like it's totally yeah. you're okay it's okay yeah you know I feel like people they really like they mean well and they say something like oh shit like I didn't mean that yeah I and I'm know. like don't worry like we all do it yeah exactly. we literally have all been there where you say something that you're like oh fuck I
0: say things all the time with a good intention yeah. and then like I overthink it after and I'm like oh f-
1: yeah and and that person thought about it for a while and they kept apologizing I was like no honestly you're making it worse now yeah (laughs) like it's fine I don't care yeah like it didn't bother me the the
0: fact that I see that you're so stressed about it is just making me feel bad
1: yeah exactly so it's (laughs) fine now but it's just I always feel bad anyways do you have any other like not other we haven't even spoken about you for a second do you have any life updates um what happened in the last week just your Typical nine to five. Oh, we're doing a run for breast cancer awareness. Yes. Um, October 1st. If anyone wants to join, this is not sponsored. We're just literally doing a 5K run. Um, And if you want to join our team, we posted it on uh, stories on Instagram, but maybe we'll even post it in like the description of this podcast if you want to join with us. It's on leave October the link. 1st. You can either just donate. Yeah. Or, um, or even share it if you don't want to donate.
0: Yeah. Like just share it or donate if you don't want to do the 5k run but if you want to do the 5k run it's a donation and then like you just give your information so that you're registered for the run it's just 5k it's nothing crazy but it's for a really good cause it's for breast cancer and i think that i don't know i feel i feel good that i that i donated and i'm gonna do this 5k run
1: you know what's crazy is i did not realize that men could get breast cancer i know until that that, until that i saw that stat so
0: basically like it's with it's through um like the place that i work at yeah they're they're, they had um a 10k goal to reach which we already surpassed (gasps) oh my god amazing we got over 10k um and our goal was to reach that by october 1st it's like amazing that like we already reached that so we're very happy about that but just because we reached our goal doesn't mean we shouldn't stop promoting this and and raising awareness and so basically the link that um we've been sharing for people to either donate or join the team there's just like a little bit of information about like the amount of women that are diagnosed with breast ca- breast cancer a year but then there was also um a stat of men that got diagnosed I didn't with breast even cancer know. And so, obviously, the amount of men to women is, like, a lot less significant. But, like, it's still a thing. I didn't even know that was possible. I think it was something like 261 men a year get diagnosed, which is,
1: like, crazy. I know. And that's just in Canada. Like, so, when Kyla told me about this run that she was doing, obviously, like, breast cancer – well, cancer in general is very prevalent in our lives. We've had a lot of family members that – past due to cancer but especially like we have a few friends that have dealt with breast cancer and it's just something that I think it's either one in eight or one in five women will have breast cancer at some point in their life which I don't want to scare people but like it's such a high thing that I think it's a good thing to just be aware of yeah. so that you could you know
0: just regularly check yeah. and make sure there's nothing unusual happening um it's a good reminder that like you should see a doctor if if you have a family doctor if you if you have access to a doctor that's amazing but even if you don't like just if there's anything that like you can do if like i don't know where most people are from but like and be your own advocate yeah in montreal like you can go to like the clsc yeah um there's like walk-in clinics which now i've learned walk-in is not a thing anymore after covid you do have to go online and make an appointment so if you don't know that like just be aware yeah
1: um but at least if, you, if you find it like if you find a bump it's not like you need to do a walk-in like you could literally make an appointment yeah with exactly a doctor. exactly and be your own advocate too right like there's a lot of people in my life that weren't taken seriously at first and like kind of had to fight and then what do you mean they weren't taking oh yeah okay I know you like mean. it well it wasn't like the people were just like oh I'm sure it's nothing but like they were like no I really want to like be sure like let's do a test or something and then they were able to figure it out and like be more thorough about it so you know just because of your age the like, doctors are not robots they're still humans yes obviously they know way more than us but like be your own advocate if you feel like your doctor like is kind of pushing you to the side, maybe you get a second opinion. Like, there's just, there's things you can do. And just because a doctor gives you, like, tells you that they don't think it's
0: anything serious and they kind of push you to the side doesn't mean that they're right. Yeah, but
1: I also don't want to scare people, too, because I have, like, medical anxiety as well. So I get that, like, being – I'm like, what is this? Oh, my God. And then, like, Google, and it makes it 10 times worse. Yeah. And it's like you go through the spiral. So I'm the same, too. I don't want to, like, freak anyone out, but, like, it definitely is something to be aware of. And as women, just to check ourselves regularly or if if you've had it in the family, you know, breast cancer is linked to prostate cancer. So if you've had people in your family that have had prostate cancer, you know, just be – aware of that um but yeah we're doing this run so if you want to join us or like kyla said donate or just help share the word um we would really appreciate that and yeah i think we should now segue into what the purpose of this podcast was to be about <laughs> which is fall fashion trend the complete opposite of all the something deep very uh superficial yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i have to say i freaking love fall i love fashion I love trends and I want to start by saying that obviously fashion is so subjective. You do not have to follow trends. You do not have to shop. You can repurpose things in your wardrobe. You can go to the thrift store. And honestly, I'm going to say probably the thrift store is your best option because the stuff that is trending right now is very 90s, early 2000s, stuff you will definitely find in a thrift store. Yeah.
0: I, um, there's actually a thrift store very close to where I work and I, there was a, one of my coworkers came in one day and I was like, I love what you're wearing. And he was like, I got all of this thrifting. I was like, what? And then he told me about a thrift store that's like just down the street. And so I want to go there one day soon and just take a look. Cause I always buy things. Like I'm always, I want to purchase things on a budget. I don't want to spend too much money on clothes. Like I just find a lot of um places that you know I if I really like their stuff it's like $200 or two or over $200 for a small little dress and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god like I don't want to I can't rationalize that in my mind like something so expensive for a small dress so I like know. I'll always try to like find a cheaper alternative but then I'm like why don't I just go to a thrift store I never even think about
1: it also depends too like for me if something I know is not trending and it's going to be here for a while. I don't mind spending more money on it because I could... Like, I've had some of my clothes now for, like, eight years. Yeah. And there's this one orange cardigan I wear every single fall. And every single fall, people are like, link it, link it. And I literally can't because I bought it in 2016. Oh, my God. 2016. And I'm still wearing it every fall. Yeah. And it I was mean, there's like, some
0: things that just never go out of style, too. Like, But it it's might just not be simple- in style.
1: But I like it. So I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's a balloon-sleeved cardigan, which has definitely come out of style and come back in like over and over again but that's the thing with fashion is it it's like cyclical so yeah. they say every I, five, I always years. try to keep my
0: style very simple and minimal because I never want to buy something that's too trendy and like different because mm-hmm. I know eventually it's just gonna go out of style like my YSL purse for example it was very expensive
1: yeah but that's a classic but
0: I went for the most classic thing that I know I could wear for the rest of my life and it's just it's always going to be a staple
1: yeah that's my thing so here is the issue that I get into because I love trends I absolutely love trendy pieces and if I always try thrifting first but let's be real, like you're not going to always find the best things in the thrift store. It's yeah. it's hard. It's thrifting is like a, a, an art in its own because you want a certain piece or you want something and you're in there for a long time and like you might not find that exact piece or you might some- find something even better or different, whatever. But I really get sucked into those trends. Like coming out into fall, I knew ballet flats were like going to be thing, a thing. And I was like, ew, I literally have PTSD of like ballet flats, the blisters. Like, I, ugh, I just. I, oh my God, the blisters. But now seeing how they're styled and how cute they are, I'm like, oh my God, I want a pair. Yeah, I
0: know. Like, that's
1: saying. my issue is that I literally judge it and then I see it styled and I'm like, oh my God, I actually freaking love that. Yeah. But then I know it's, it's not going to be in style again in a few years, yeah. but I can't help it from liking that. So yes, trying to find something in the thr- thrift store. or if I don't and I do purchase something I will usually end up donating it yeah like if it's not um in style again I don't really have an issue because there are people out there that need things and there's this women's shelter there's one downtown that we I donated like 20 bags there when I first moved from mama's house into like our first home Oh, I forgot the name of it. I'll link it in the show notes if you guys are curious. There's one. It's downtown Montreal and it's a women's shelter. So they'll literally take anything. They'll take makeup, beauty products, hair products, toiletries, clothes, shoes, purses, whatever. And um, they were so grateful because they had a lot of women, obviously, at the beginning of COVID. It was, like, tough. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's places all around that will accept clothes. My biggest thing is try not to throw... Your clothes in those bins you see in, in parking lots, I was told, correct me if I'm wrong, I was told all those bins in parking lots that are, like, donate clothes, they're actually just thrown into a landfill. Oh. I don't know if that's for sure, but, like, if you're bringing it to a shelter, you know where it's going. Yeah. You know where it's going to be used for. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Or I'll, like, let my friends and family members go through my clothes and be like, take what you want. And yeah. then the rest will donate. Sometimes I sell things, but like it's so hard to do that. I was actually listening to a podcast recently where they were saying that there's like jobs now that people will have to make um some extra income and just some passive income where they'll literally go to influencers and they'll they'll like um kind of pitch themselves and being like I will handle all of your clothes, I will ship them, I will sell them, I will take photos of them and I'll do all of that just for like a cut, like a percentage. And I was like, if somebody does that in Montreal, can you please contact me? Like literally email me because oh, great. Yeah. I would love I would love people to, to sell stuff on Depop and Poshmark. I just do not have the time to like take the photos, post it, ship it, like do all that. I just don't have the time. Yeah. Dad and I did it like a few years ago and it was so hard. Yeah. So I'm like, if anyone out there is listening and you do this or you want to do it for me, email me or DM me or DM us on on the podcast and we will I you could literally take a cut yeah of the oh, stuff that's we great. sell <laughs>
0: that's great yeah uh dm us on our uh podcast's instagram
1: because I have tell me so sis. much stuff that I like I have a donate pile but I also have a pile to sell because it's things that I've maybe worn once for a photo okay you know or even like a few times I've worn things or like let's say I get sent something from like revolve um and I'm just not gonna wear like I wore it once and I'm like oh I don't think I would wear this again yeah. but like I know someone else would normally it. what
0: I do when I was getting when I was influencing full time back in the day and I was just constantly getting new clothes purses hats shoes accessories whatever what I would do because it is like a huge like it's so time consuming to actually post everything online for a price take the pictures everything like communicate with people um I would just like tell my friends or like relatives like I have a bunch of stuff that I'm giving away like if you want to just come over and take a look and to be honest most of the time there was only one time I was telling I was charging people and I like I just realized that it made me kind of uncomfortable to like take my friends money or like even family's like money so I would literally just be like take a look through this entire box I don't want any of this stuff you can have it
1: but see me I kind of want to sell some things I'd like to have extra cash yeah and that's totally fine, because like, for example, every few weeks we have to buy dog food, and he takes cash only, and it's kind of expensive. So I'm like, even if the clothes that I sell cover the cost of our dog food, yeah, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. Also, like a lot bill. of things that
0: you have from the past, like you went through, a f- um, you were selling a bunch of like designer
1: purses and and items. Oh, that were I like sold expensive. all my, yeah, I sold all our designer stuff to pay for IVF. Oh my god! That's why we sold all that stuff. A lot of people were asking, like, why did you sell all those purses? I'm like, because we needed like a lot of money for IVF. Oh my god! IVF is expensive. Okay. And people were like, why didn't you do the free one with the government? Um, because supposedly, and I guess I've been told a mix of things from different people, but like if you've had a kid previously naturally, you don't, you're not eligible for the free IVF. I don't know. And there's a long wait list. Anyways, we didn't do that route. We needed money for IVF, so I sold all my designer purses that I was not using anymore. Okay. Obviously, I would like to. I would have loved to keep them because a lot of them will gain value over time, but we needed we needed the money. Yeah. So I had to do that. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, getting into the fall fast fashion trends. I love fall. Fall fashion is my favorite. Me too. I like the coziness of like the oversized knit sweaters. even paired with like a skirt and then like a pair of boots or like Mm -hmm. combat boots i love that whole style and um it's like my favorite season but like it always makes me so sad because fall is a really short season especially in montreal and then we have such a long winter afterwards
1: that's why for us fall starts literally like september 1st i'm like it's fall yeah even though it's like feels like summer still kind of certain days like today it's super nice outside
0: last week there was a day that it literally felt like fall weather and I was like I don't know if I'm ready for this but also at the same time I was so I went bowling and I was so happy to just like put on a pair of leggings with socks that were like you know they go up pretty high and then you kind of like scrunch them then I had a sweater and then I put this like sweater vest over it and I was like this is so comfy
1: like one of my favorite things is an early fall walk in the morning where like you can throw on a jacket and it's just like on a nice comfy sweater and like the the crisp air it's just so comforting I love it and like the leaves begin to change and where we live is we have such beautiful falls yeah we we really do it's it's just that it's so so short but uh, I don't know I feel like I like the snow for like Christmas time.
0: Yeah, it's really January January and February that like I I really don't like being in Montreal. But even when it starts snowing, like I like it for Christmas. But I'm also like, I'm just so over these long winters. The days are short. Like I feel like I wake up in the morning. I go into work. It's like still sometimes dark out.
1: You leave work. Leave it's work.
0: Dark. It's dark. Like I don't like that. Yeah but it's like so depressing but I don't know fall fall is nice I like fall
1: and I like the activities you do in fall but so for fashion trends obviously I just mentioned ballet flats um red is huge yeah red is everywhere and different like I've seen cherry red I've seen burgundy I personally like the more like dark burgundy red me too it's a bit more subtle I'm not the biggest fan of the cherry red unless it's like a dress or something because you can also use that for the holidays
0: i like the cherry red look if it's just like one part of your outfit yeah so like if it's either like just your nails oh, or like just um just a purse or even like like a i wouldn't wear a cherry red in like a sweater yeah, me neither but i would do it for like let's say i have an outfit and it's like I'm wearing a, an oversized cardigan and then my top underneath is, is just something like simple,
1: like yeah. a You'd tank top or something. Red. I
0: would do that more, but, um, I like the, the deep red, the like burgundy.
1: burgundy. I I really like, that. I want to Tess posted this photo of an outfit. She's wearing these like burgundy boots with like a nude skirt and a nude top. Yeah. And I loved that. And her boots were thrifted, but like that kind of red with very neutral colors is so, popular and like i just really like it i think it's pretty um even as a lip color like a lip shade would be so nice like a cherry red or like a a burgundy burgundy, like a dark deep like a 90s red yeah you know like the brownish red yeah um i love that i there was this jacket that i saw and i wish i keep thinking about it i wish i bought it. it when we were in um maine we were in portland and we were in this thrift shop and they had this like I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I, maybe it was real leather because it was a thrift shop, but it was like an oversized, almost like blazer looking jacket. Like, not my typical vibe, but it was like a deep burgundy red leather. And it just looked like something that Buffy would have worn in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ooh. And I just was picturing with like a skirt and a cute top with boots, like nice knee high boots with this jacket. And I didn't get it because it was like 60 bucks. And I was like, oh, well, it's kind of expensive. Yeah. You know, like I literally bought a t-shirt for $8. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to spend $60. But I keep thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, I should have bought that jacket. It was so nice. But For
0: a jacket, $60 isn't too expensive.
1: It's not. But it was like at the time because everything else was so cheap. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, 60 I don't want to do that. But then if I'm like on Revolve and it's like $300 for a jacket, I'm like, oh, what a steal. Oh my God. <laughs> like really? I. Well, no, I wouldn't. But like it's. It's crazy how your mind changes based off of, like, where you're shopping. That is very true. Because, like, in the thrift store, I'm like, oh, $5 here, $2 here, $8 here, $12 here. Oh, 60 bucks. Whoa. It's, like, way too much.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, like, it's depending on, like, which which
1: um, brand you're scrolling. And yeah. like, Aritzia. Like, I'm like, oh, $200 for a sweater. <laughs>
0: like, for me, it's, like, I love all of the stuff. Well, not all of the stuff. Most of the stuff that I see on Revolve. But it's, like... I just can't wrap my mind around paying so much money for like an outfit. Like it's some stuff is just so overpriced. I'm like, damn. Like even if I just see like a really nice jacket on Revolve, which I know jackets are more expensive. Yeah. But what like a jacket that's like $1,500. I'm like, what the hell? This is so... (laughs) This the is row. insane.
1: Do you know The Row? Yeah. Okay, so because it's Mary Kane Ashley's line. Yeah. yeah. uh Someone had posted a TikTok, like, I can't wait to be at the level where I can literally just shop at The Row for my basics because a white t shirt was like $1,200. A white t shirt, like something you could get at The Gap. It's just
0: insanity to me. I can't. 1200 Even if I was able to afford it, I'm sorry, but like. Why would I spend $1,200 on a top that's just a basic like that? I know. If I could get the exact same thing for Mm -hmm. cheaper.
1: I love dupes. I love a good dupe. Like my Steve Madden boots, listen, they're still expensive. They were like 200 bucks, but they're a dupe for the Mew Mews, which were like a few thousand. Okay. And so I saw those Mew Mew boots and I was like, oh my God, I'm obsessed. I want those boots. But there's like no way I'm spending that amount of money. And then I know Steve Madden gets a lot of hate because they're, like, very well known for dupes and, like, copying things. But I'm like, I mean, these boots are so cute and they're, like, a fraction of the price. Yeah. But they were still, like, 200 bucks. Yeah. So still expensive.
0: Actually, I was having a conversation with my friend recently and she was like, it's crazy. She goes, I forget what it was specifically that she wanted to buy, but she had this like item in her shopping cart that was let's say $60. Okay. And then she's like let she was like debating going back and forth if she actually wanted to purchase it and then she's like let me just check Amazon really quick. She found the exact same item on Amazon. It was and we know it's the exact same item because it was a product. Okay. It wasn't even like a top. Okay. Okay. It it was like I think like something from Sephora let's say. Yeah. Okay. It was like $35 on Amazon. So she's like, I purchased it right away. But she's like, it was just like, she's like, I'm so happy I checked because I would have eventually, if I didn't check, she's like I would have eventually bought it. Yeah. And I was able to find it for so much cheaper on Amazon. And I was like, it's crazy. Like We should always like check a few websites and like look in different places before actually purchasing something because... Yeah on one website it could be like so expensive but then you could find the exact same product elsewhere and it's not to say that amazon is always cheaper because it's not Mm -hmm. but like even if you find something on amazon and it's like you have it in your shopping cart for a while like look on other websites too and
1: see if you could find it somewhere else and use honey
0: oh i I love honey honey.
1: it's like this is not sponsored i literally wish they would sponsor us but
0: honey if
1: you it literally gives you discounts Hear this
0: podcast yeah you we'll We'll, we'll do a sponsorship (laughs) Um, with you
1: but yeah how to slay this fall guys okay so cherry red ballet flats are super in you definitely don't have to go on to this trend but i'm sure there's a ton all over thrift stores um the uggs the uggs are always in even though people hate them they like people really hate on them but then they're always sold out so like clearly there's a lot of people that love them yeah no i think people are so
0: vocal about hating uggs because they they are so back like they're back to being trendy yeah because i remember when i was younger they were like very trendy and then there was a few years of people like hating them and you never saw anyone wearing uggs yeah um and then now all of a sudden they're like so
1: back well bell-bottom pants are back in yeah you know even leggings and sweatpants there's like they're less of like the kyle's wearing sweatpants right now and they're like bunched at the ankles you Mm -hmm. know it's less of that more of like the 90s style like really 90s and early 2000s you yeah. have a lot of like the low i see a lot of early 2000s you know fashion those, trends now those tops are like let's say they're pinned near the breast but then they like open up again yeah. so your tummy's exposed low-rise jeans are in which i know everyone hates
0: the um
1: the what's it called what's it what are they called the bell bottoms that's what i just said oh you just said bell bottoms yeah okay those are super like at, leggings and jeans bell bottoms yeah and those were, like, trendy in the past. Then
0: people hated them. Now yeah. they're back. I just bought a pair of jeans that are yeah. bell
1: bottoms. Um, also, skinny jeans are out. They've been out for a while. I was a huge skinny jean girl. You know, like, the black skinny jeans with the rips in the knees and, like, the booties. That yeah. was my vibe for so long. Um, low-waisted skirts, mini skirts, like, the micro mini skirts and the low-waisted jeans are in. And, guys, listen you do not have to follow any of these trends you wear whatever you're comfortable wearing you wear whatever you like I like trends but I also keep my own style in as well like I'll never stop wearing something because it's like not trendy you know um I still have a pair of skinny jeans that I wear once in a while because I like them yeah I don't care yeah I'm like whatever if you want to judge me, cool. I'll wear them with my Doc Martens. Yeah, like I genuinely don't care.
0: I know. I never like really. I like. I follow trends, but I also really don't follow trends. Like I'm really much. I'm very much like a basic girl, mm-hmm. and um, like for something that's like even when things are trending, I'll still go for like the basic thing that's trend- like the most basic thing. Like I, yeah, I've same. never. I've never like stepped really outside the box.
1: Exactly. Like, I'm just, I'm so basic with my style. But sometimes, because I follow a lot of fashion influencers, I'll see, like, um, do you follow Mimi on yeah. Instagram? She's from uh, uh, France. I don't know if she's from Paris, but she, I think she lives in Paris. She's so pretty, and she has, like, the coolest style. And sometimes she'll wear things, and I'm like, that is so cool, but, like, if ever I were to wear that, I would feel like a complete idiot.
0: I know. <laughs> like, I, I could I know. never wear that. There's, there's influencers I follow, and I'm like, wow, like, love what they're wearing, but... I could never go out in public wearing I would be like so embarrassed.
1: It's not even embarrassed. It's like it would just look frumpy on me. It just it would not look the classy way it looks on this person. Would not look like that on me. I also wouldn't be comfortable
0: wearing that. See, for me I would be embarrassed because it's like the things that I see some influencers wear, I think look so good, but it's also like a picture that they're taking. Like like how do they look when they're some, walking down the street? Yeah. Like for for uh, New York Fashion Week, I'm seeing people post a bunch of of photos, and I'm like, this outfit is gorgeous, but it's also um, what's it called, like see through? Okay. And like, I could see her nipples. Okay, so it's like very like
1: Fashion Week, but or you would never it's wear like it a lace
0: outfit that I think is stunning. But she's wearing a thong underneath and I'm not judging her like I yeah. I see these outfits and I'm like this is so hot so nice but I would be so embarrassed wearing this out in public because I could literally see people would see my entire ass or mm-hmm. like people see my nipples.
1: I think it like depends on the time and place like I feel like New York Fashion Week is a perfect time to wear something like that because it's like very expressive and artistic and like it literally is Fashion Week so like people are going all out but for a day to day like you would never wear something like that. Yeah.
0: And like I'm sure these outfits too are so expensive. I mean like there's one influencer I'm thinking of in particular where she's my favorite influencer. Like I love her fashion and I like everything that she posts like literally every single post that she has. I'm like wow stunning and I'm actually thinking of her as I'm like talking about these outfits where it's like sometimes I see her nipples or like you know like she's wearing a thong. And she'll link her outfits. And I always go and I look
1: and like they're always it's like designer. So it's expensive. You you have to keep in mind, right? Like a lot of influencers get free clothes. Yeah, I know. Buying these things. But for
0: the average person who's not an influencer, who's like who's going and they're like, oh, I like this outfit. It's like something that like you really could only wear like once a year for like fashion week. And not only that, it's like a few thousand dollars.
1: You're like, yeah, forget it. Yeah, that's why I like there's a lot of influencers I follow that like will give dupes.
0: Oh, I love when that like, happens. This I, girl does
1: that too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's I um, there's a few influencers I follow that like always find the best dupes. That's how I found the Steve Madden boots because they were like, if you like the Mew Mews, get these ones. And I was like, oh, instantly adds to cart. And I always, always do this now. I think about it for at least 24 hours before I buy something. Like I always think about it because after 24 hours, if I like kind of forget or I'm not thinking about it anymore, I don't buy it. Yeah. But there's many times that like I'm thinking about it, like that jacket I didn't get in the thrift store. I'm still thinking about it. I'm like, ooh, okay, that's when I know that I want to get something. And then I always donate anytime I buy something new. Yeah, kind of like comes what comes in, then something goes out. Yeah, which is good.
0: Um, yeah, when I when I was like online shopping for my Europe trip, this isn't like fall related, but okay. like, um, I like. This influencer was just in Greece and Italy. Okay. And so I was looking at a lot of the stuff that she was wearing and she would link everything, everything, every outfit she wore, she would link it in her stories. And there was actually a few things that she posted that I was like, oh, perfect. Like some stuff was like from the gap or like things that like are more affordable. Yeah. And I like, I bought those, those like items because of her. But then there was other things, like even just as simple as like a pair, like a skirt she was wearing at one point. I'm like, wow, that's so pretty. And then like she linked it and I went to go look and it was
1: $250 for a freaking skirt. But I mean, that's kind of like Revolve too, right? Like we worked with Revolve for many, many, many years. And like I still once in a while will work with them um, and their stuff is very expensive. But like Free People, for example, is also expensive. But like I used to buy stuff from Free People Yeah. before I even did influencing like i would save up my money to buy like a free people sweater because i was obsessed yeah and it's very unique yeah so i think it depends on the person very, like,
0: grungy bohemian
1: yeah and like some people will spend the money because they want something and you're bringing it to their attention and they get inspired. also
0: just want to make a note that this isn't um what i said earlier isn't me trying to like hate on influencers in any way shape or form i think that um if you're an influencer and you get f- sent free things. Oh yeah. And you genuinely love their go product for it. and their 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 items are expensive, like go for it. Good for you, as you should.
1: Yeah. Get your bag. Yeah. Um I totally I support it. I don't think anyone would say no to free shit. No, I like, don't think there's not one person, not that, one would one person no. that would be like, Oh, I'm gonna get a free thing from like Dior. No, thank you. Yeah, it's not relatable. Most people can't like, like absolutely not you're gonna say yes to that i'm sorry of course
0: of course i mean i'm saying all these things now where i'm like oh it's so expensive when she links her outfits but when i was influencing full time like the amount of like free shit that was sent to me that was super expensive like there's a purse company that every once in a while they'll reach out to me and they want to send me a purse and i love their purses but they're freaking expensive
1: yeah yeah i freaking love their stuff too i love their stuff they will not send me something i want something
0: polen let's let's (laughs) do something let's let's have a sponsorship for the uh for the i mean i don't know if we could do that with like a podcast it would be kind of random but reach out to my sister
1: yeah i would love
0: because they said i have literally four no i have five purses from polen in my closet right now and what i like about their purses is that it's good for summer like they have so many summer colors Mm -hmm. and styles and then they also have such nice
1: um, fall pieces and winter pieces Tess just Ugh. posted one she went to their store in New I York saw. I was like oh my god I'm obsessed with that bag But I um, Dan is like every I took myself off of so many PR lists Because I would get so much PR stuff and um, This isn't me Trying to brag by the way guys like I'm pretty sure You're aware of influencers getting free shit But I, what I would do is I would accumulate A bunch of stuff and then just either give it to you To mom or like I would bring them to my neighbors I have neighbors. a whole
0: skincare line in my bathroom right now Which by the way products are so freaking good you like their them? makeup remover yeah but it's because you're on their pr list and you're you didn't need these products yeah. because you have all of your skincare already yeah and so i saw them at, at mom's place mom and dad's place and i was like oh my god what is that and mom's like do you want it like alex said mm-hmm. that like either one of us could take it i was like fuck yeah
1: yeah it's really good but i um I usually give a lot of stuff to, like, my neighbor friends who are also moms and don't have time to shop for themselves.
0: If you have any more uh, La Roche-Posay. That's
1: Um, my favorite.
0: So I, because I run a lot, I'll get, like, um, what's it called? Calluses, like, on the side of my toe. Okay. Because it's always rubbing against my shoe. And so, um, like, I, I have, like, a foot scraper whatever yeah. but i also have this thing where like i can't get into bed with feet that feel like not moisturized yeah so i was using your la roche posay cream yeah for the longest time before going in bed and you ran out i
1: ran out of both bottles okay yeah, i have another one it's my favorite is it the Lippy car car
0: it's both bottles are huge yeah, they yeah. were two different but there was one that was like it had that like the um, pump the pump that was my favorite, and it's done, and I'm really yeah. sad.
1: La Roche-Posay is, like, my favorite um, skincare line. Like, that's worked for me, and it's funny because I went to get a facial the other day, and she was asking me what I used, and she was like, oh, you can do this. And I was like, honestly, like, I'm going to be completely honest here, but, like, La roche Pose is the only skincare line that I've used that actually – changes the texture of my skin yeah like not just like i ha- there's other skinny products that work really well for me that help with like moisturizing plumping like dark spots whatever but like the texture itself just using the Hyalu b5 serum and the, the cream that just those two products my skin the texture feels amazing yeah and i don't like know there's, why there's
0: sometimes like there's so i use
1: uh different brands we are really off topic i know right literally now. in my mind it was like 10 ways to slay this fall and it's like what are we talking about okay so 10 ways to slay this fall um oh my god be wait, yourself Where what? <laughs> what you i want. am so
0: also just want to say activity i'm so out of it today it's are like you? so hard for me to hold a conversation because of my headache oh i don't even i haven't even noticed that really no. i feel like so like F- like brain fog. Oh,
1: interesting. Like I, it, it, okay. I have such guys a fall how to literally have the best fall of your life. Make a little list with your friends and say, this is what I want to do. So Kyla texts me and a few of her friends the other day and she's like, we're going to do an outdoor movie night. Where yeah. We're going to watch a scary movie. We're going to order pizza. We're going to get some Halloween candy with blankets and we're going to watch this like scary movie or scary show or whatever. Cause like the new haunting of Hill house vibe thing is yeah. coming out. So I was like that sounds like an amazing thing so just like little activities you can do to plan with your friends if you want to go like pumpkin picking if you want to get together and like i don't know i saw this tiktok of these girls they were painting um like halloween candles you could buy those cheap candles and oh. you just like paint little like ghosts on them or pumpkins and you have yeah. a little pizza night yeah. like things like that Will get you into the feels or even a movie night. You can watch like Practical Magic, um, Casper, like all these classic 90s Halloween films. Um, doing things like that to get yourself Halloween in candy. the mood. Yes, exactly. I love it. Doing things with friends or if you're wanting to be with your family, you can do that as well. Um, obviously, it's my favorite time. So I'm doing all like the apple picking. I'm going to go apple picking multiple times. going to go pumpkin picking. I'm going to go pumpkin picking and
0: I want to paint pumpkins. Yep. I'm going to buy a bunch of like fall scented candles. Decorating. Do you have another collab with smellies? I don't want to say, but maybe. That's a yes. I don't know.
1: Maybe we yes. can see. Because if it was a no, you just say no. I don't know if I can. Can I say it? Like we've been hinting at it, I guess, but yeah,
0: something's in the works. Something's okay perfect in the works. I want candles.
1: And guys, I'm just letting I you know. I lit one of your
0: candles that you gave me last fall, and it smells so freaking good. Kinda. And it makes me feel good to lighting it because I'm like, there's no toxins coming
1: out. Of oh it. yeah, it's all natural. But y'all, the styles this year. Oh my god, stop! I'm gonna show you after okay. we on oh <gasps> it's like nothing else it's like nothing else i'm so freaking excited so yeah and then obviously like wearing your favorite fashion pieces that you want if you don't want to be trendy you do not need to be trendy you wear whatever the frick you want ladies chunky knits always chunky knits always but um
0: if you're a simple gal like me Mm -hmm. and you've never really like you like fall like looking at what's trending but like nothing ever really resonates with you except for like the most simple basic things you're not alone i I I was like where are you going with this i know literally like i I can see the the brain fog coming in now Oh, the brain fog is do you like like, pumpkin spice sorry no you
1: You don't like pumpkin. like the taste of it no but the smell yeah okay because like i'm a big pumpkin spice person i love pumpkin spice like lattes i'm just like basic fucking hate pumpkin do you like pumpkin pie no okay um so never mind do you like apple pie
0: yeah but i like apple pie mainly because of the crust okay (laughs) (laughs) i just want like the ratio of apples to crust is like the crust should be let's say it's like the crust is is five the apples is
1: like 1.5 okay so you like a lot more you're like dad yeah we Daniel's like for dad's birthday we're gonna make him a pie crust pie
0: yeah literally you're gonna- there should be the whole pie is just crust with like five apples
1: <laughs> five
0: like cuts of apples not even not five full apples do you like a
1: flaky crust or do you like more of like a thicker crust I like thick do you like like rockaberry tart? crust do you like a tart or do you like it sweet my
0: favorite uh I'll do both
1: i'll do both i don't know what the fuck we're gonna title this episode five ways to slay for fall (laughs) five ways way one the first way wait what
0: (laughs) (laughs) step one no the title of this episode is um should be (laughs) adhd
1: for one hour straight no, it's it wasn't <laughs> like that. Kyla has ADHD, guys. She's not making fun of it. She's diagnosed. No, I literally She's... take Concerta because yeah. I have AD. I don't
0: have ADHD. I have ADD. I'm not like hyperactive, oh, okay. but I have a really hard time oh, focusing. I so I take Concerta, but the re- like I have such a bad headache right now that like it's really hard for me to concentrate. But um, the title of this
1: episode should be, I don't know five ways to slay for fall so guys this is these are your ways okay the first one is making sure you have your favorite cute fall outfit ready to go so if that's a chunky knit if that's some uggs if that's your favorite fall jacket a scarf a beanie whatever it is that you feel like okay I'm in the fall mood now I'm gonna wear a really cute fall outfit that's the first step yes second one is to make a little list of fall activities you want to do with a yourself um, or be with friends or family because even yeah. with yourself like you can go get a lot your favorite latte at your local coffee shop and go for like a hot girl walk and listen to a nice podcast or some fall music yeah. like a good fall love playlist
0: that. love that also, if you have work flexibility and you don't have to go into the office every day, but you don't want to be cooped up at home, like find a nice coffee shop, mm-hmm. get yourself your favorite coffee or tea, um, put your headphones in, listen to our podcast as you're working. <laughs> yeah, listen to our podcast. Listen to our podcast as you're working. And that on its own is like a really good self care mixed with work day. Yep. Um, another thing that you can do is Step three. is decorate your home yes that's fall say. themed. So whether it's candles or blankets, pillows, just accessories for your home. Like even
1: those little like um what's it called? When you put your like kitchen towels, you know, the little like hand towels, get little
0: cute fall ones,
1: little pieces here and there. Exactly.
0: My main thing that I always do in the fall, because again, I have a really hard time rationalizing, spending all this money on like random decor for my home. That's only going to be useful for like a certain period of time. Like for me, it's like if I'm buying something for my home, whether it's like an accessory or whatever it, I, I need to have it, useful all year round that's, that's just candles how i am are a good option but so my thing that but that that's what i'm gonna say is oh. that the thing that i always do is is candles because no matter what it doesn't matter what time of the year it is candles eventually come to an end yeah so that's why it's easy for me to rationalize buying fall scented candles that's because really regardless
1: word. for me like dan and i we invested over the years in little pieces here and there because we're not as much of like a halloween decorator or more of a fall decorator like okay i'll still decorate for halloween at the front of my house but like inside i'm not putting like bats and ghosts and skeletons it's more like like just fall decor pumpkins like cute things like that um so we've had them for years now so we just like keep them in storage and then we take them out yeah no
0: you reuse it which is like
1: the smart thing to do yeah but I never really buy more unless there's something that's like so so cute that I'm like okay I need this also
0: it's different for you because the way that you decorate your home is part of your job because you do like take a lot of content yeah but regardless of
1: my job I still would do it because that's just like what I like yeah yeah, I just like it
0: yeah see for me it's like so hard for me to like rationalize that but then I'm like it doesn't make any sense because then I'll spend all this money on like uber eats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like i could easily just go to the
1: grocery store and like, yeah but it's where it's what you feel comfortable to spending your money on um but step yeah. step four is make a movie list so yes. there's a few that i've saved on tiktok that i'm like okay i think this is the perfect movie list that it's not just like horror movies because some people just don't like scary movies yeah but they want like the halloween feels so you have, like halloween town obviously like your typical yeah like movie you got hocus pocus you got casper there was a really
0: good uh movie that came out last halloween um it's with anne hathaway she's a witch what oh my god you need to watch this movie i'm gonna find the name of it actually let me look it up right now was it scary or not scary so no it's like the same concept as like it's like scary like hocus pocus oh my god it's like a kid's kind of thing uh i wouldn't recommend arky watching it it might freak him out well, I wouldn't let Archie watch *Hocus Pocus* now, anyways. Movie with Anne Hathaway, but *The Witches*. *The Witches*. Okay, I'm gonna add so that it to my list. So it came out. Actually, it came out in 2020. What the hell? Okay. Anyways, I only um saw it last Halloween because that it was trending on Netflix, and it gave you that vibe. It's not. It's really not like too scary of. A, it's not scary. There's Is it no, like practical magic i don't think i've seen that movie <gasps> we're watching that together okay it's like it's i don't know i watched it i wasn't scared at all did you ever watch charmed i love that watching charmed. i watched charmed i've seen hocus pocus i've seen um casper obviously casper it's like halloween town it's cre- like okay the way that like the
1: witches are they look at certain points is kind of creepy oh i'm scared. That's terrifying, Kyla. That is literally terrifying. I'm gonna have nightmares. But like, oh, it's not scary. <gasps> the way that she's, is so no, scary. The way she looks I don't is scary, look at that.
0: but it's not a scary movie. <laughs> it's really and look at her
1: hands. Okay, that's scary. I'm so interested. No, Alex,
0: trust me though. Wh- like, if you watch, wa- I don't watch it with Arky. That might. No, I'm not gonna out.
1: watch it with Arky. But I'm going to watch it. But like you need to watch it. Arkham loves The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like one of his favorite movies. Oh, I so we'll see. Watch that. I love that movie. We'll watch that together. He likes skeletons. Every time he sees one, he goes, it's a set He's so cute. Okay, wait. Off topic again. No, we have to finish the list. Okay, okay, wait. Finish the list. So we are just on four. That's make your good movie list. Yes. Of whatever. And then so wait, what did we say so far <laughs> so we said um like fall fashion trends yeah. or just like fall outfits Best fall outfit. You like. make a list of activities you want to get done with your friends or family or yourself home decor home decor movie list what's the f- fifth one to movie list and podcast list yes because you could do both and then um the fifth one would be halloween it has to have a good halloween type thing whether that's a halloween party going yeah trick-or-treating yeah. if you don't have a kid but you have like let's say a nephew a niece or like your friends have kids ask to go trick-or-treating with
0: them yeah i want to come trick-or-treating this year with you guys it's
1: so fun it's so freaking fun i, I love it so that those are the five ways you can slay this fall this has been this is probably one of our longest episodes ever um let How us know if you like for? almost an hour and a half oh my god okay So let us know if you like this length, if you'd rather them be shorter. And we have a really, really good podcast coming out next week. We're going to do crazy slash toxic workplace environment stories. So if you have any, you can write that. It doesn't necessarily even have to be toxic. It could just
0: be like crazy. Just something that you've experienced in the workplace that's like
1: just worth sharing. A friend of mine works HR. And yeah. so she, it's not like things that have happened to her, but things that have happened to people that she's had to deal with. Oh, okay. So she's like, she was telling me, she's like, I'm going to write some in like some crazy ones. Okay. So it's going to be a really good episode. We'll have it like highlighted on it, on our Instagram. If like you miss our story, you want to like write in a story. It's like up there and it's all anonymous. We can't even see who's writing in. Yeah. So definitely do that. If you've had some stories you want to get off your chest and we love you so much and we'll talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye.